0: You're listening to the Ask Ava podcast, where we give real answers to real questions from teens and young adults about relationships, consent, and dating violence, and more. My name is Jessica Scoltetti, I'm an outreach and prevention manager at Safe and Sound Somerset. We're Somerset County, New Jersey's leading organization for sexual and domestic violence services and prevention, and we have free services for children, teens, and adults. So today we're joined by Safe and Sound Somerset volunteer, Ella Blank, who goes to the University of Maryland. Hi, Ella. Thanks for being here today. Hi. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good today. Thanks. So we're going to have a discussion today because today's question is, Dear Ava, what can bystanders do if they see sexual harassment in public? Now, this is a question we got in the last couple of months from a classroom. Um, So, Ella, what's the first thing that comes to mind for you? For me
1: personally, when I saw this question, I think I thought it was important to recognize that there's lots of different ways to be an active bystander if you see something in public. I know that it can also be like super scary for people when they're like, oh, maybe this isn't, you know, my I don't want to Involve myself, that maybe it's not my issue. Um, or they might be like scared to intervene. So I think it's important to recognize that there's a lot of ways to be an active bystander without physically maybe putting yourself in this situation. You could always um, turn to someone else, be like, hey, this situation I think should be looked at. You can turn to friends or other people. If you're in a public setting, you can turn to authorities if you don't feel safe. Um, so you don't necessarily have to be the person that steps in but you can still be an active bystander rather than doing nothing
0: yeah i think yeah. i think that's something we hear a lot too from from people young young people is that they're they're feeling unsafe they don't know what to do so they either don't do anything or they might record which can be good and bad we can talk about that um but there's a few things. So one way that we like to talk about this is also there's five D's of bystander intervention. So kind of some of the things you just mentioned, Ella, um, you can be direct, the first D, which is like telling um, someone to stop or getting involved directly, um, you know, supporting the victim in that moment. Those are some direct things you could do, speaking up, saying no, stop, right? Um, there's also delegate with the other D, Um, So that's getting someone else involved. Like you said, like getting um, an administrator, if it's going on in school or a teacher, Um, if it's happening in public, getting like the store owner, or if you feel comfortable getting law enforcement involved, right? Um, There's also delay. So that would be following up later. That's like contacting the victim, especially if they're a friend or family member or classmate and saying, Hey, you know, I'm here to listen to you. If you want to talk about what happened? How are you feeling? Right. There's also distract, which is like in the moment, like look over there. Um, And it diffuses the tension. So doing something to change the topic. And then Mm -hmm. the final one that we like to talk about is document, which is, as you may know, like recording um, with a phone or a camera of some kind. Um, But you want to be careful because you don't want to share That recording, unless the victim is okay with it. Um, I know in the Mm -hmm. time of social media, that's not something people always think about, but it's really important. Um, And also, documenting could be like writing things down. What happened? When did it happen? Um, This could help the victim later on if they're going to go to court or there's going to be other things that happen. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. I think all of those are really great ways that you can be an active bystander, and they're all very different um, depending on the situation. I think it's also super important to note that you don't have to wait till a situation escalates to step in. You know, I think just always being aware of your surroundings, being aware of who's around you and making sure that they're comfortable is great. Like yeah. um, if you're in a conversation or someone, even if you're just in a group and someone seems uncomfortable, just kind of maybe like, like hey, do you want to like come grab food with me or grab a drink and just make sure that like they're okay and they feel safe, I think is really important too, because then you could be just like aware of everything going on without necessarily waiting until it escalates to step in.
0: That's a great point. And um, you actually made me think of uh, somebody I know who was on uh, public transportation and wasn't feeling safe. And somebody noticed that they were uncomfortable and actually just like walked over and sat down and said, hey, are you okay? you know like and just started talking to them about something that was kind of random like oh the weather you know and that person told me that they automatically felt better because somebody noticed and they didn't feel like they had the power to do anything in that situation mm-hmm. um so yeah i think you're right like nothing had actually happened yet but that person noticed and they were aware of their surroundings and decided to do something yeah for
1: sure i think it's really The people who are, you know, looking out for other people by just making sure that everyone seems comfortable. Like, even if you notice that someone maybe doesn't look comfortable or there's a situation that feels off, um, it's always important. Like, I've definitely seen situations myself, too, in college, in public, everywhere, just where, you know, the situation, something might not feel completely right. And just by having other people speak up and be like, hey, like, are you okay? Just checking in is always super nice and, like, important.
0: Yeah. No, that's, yeah, absolutely. I think, I think we have to trust our gut. And, and I think the other, um, topic that comes up with this for us is people don't always think something will happen and, you know, like, but sometime in your life, if whether it's happened or not, you will be in a situation where there's an opportunity to possibly get involved. Right. Um, and it will happen. So it's good to think about it in advance, um, when it, you know, this question was about sexual harassment. so that may or may not happen in front of you, right? But um, that does happen a lot, right? Unfortunately, sexual violence is very common um, against people of all genders. So um, knowing that, you know, again, being prepared in advance can help you then make a decision in the moment.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think it's an important thing to like be aware of if you're an active bystander, But also going back to what you said about recording if something does escalate I feel like that's when people want to record because it is something dramatic and I know especially with social media these days everyone wants to have like the video of what happened and it can be super helpful in instances where you're like you go to court or you have evidence like that's important Um, but also I think it's important to remember like to reach out first make sure that if the person needs help you're helping them and not just recording
0: Yes. And I'm so glad you brought this up again, because you reminded me of another point, which is we're asking if nobody else is getting support, like if nobody else has been contacted, let's say something's going on in school, and nobody's going to get a teacher or nobody's going to get whatever, right? Then like that needs to happen first before we start recording. Like we need to get somebody involved or there has to be some kind of diffusion of what's happening before people whip out their phones and i I get i totally hear you like how useful that can be in certain situations but um if we don't want it to escalate there are other ways to get involved first Mm -hmm. so yeah um, and
1: like i said it's typically like when it escalates that people want to record because like oh something's going on um but i think that's when it's most important to make sure that like help is being, um, brought to the situation.
0: Definitely. Yeah. So, and I think the other, the other point I wanted to bring up here is that, you know, if you are a bystander and you're affected by what happened, let's say it's sexual violence or domestic violence, and you saw something or dating violence, Just know that you can contact our helpline too. Um, Our helpline is not just for people in crisis. Um, So, the Safe and Sound Somerset helpline is 866 685 1122. Um, And you can receive support in the same way if you're a bystander or witnessing violence. So, just know that you're not alone. And um, if you're feeling something after that event you're that's definitely normal and there are people here who can help you if you if you so choose
1: for sure I think it's also important for bystanders to recognize that like it can be traumatic to witness something like that or if you're aware of something and maybe the victims don't want you to um necessarily reach out which at the end of the day it is their choice that can Mm -hmm. be a difficult position for someone to be in and um it's important to recognize that you are, a, um, you're allowed to feel like you want to talk to someone too, if you personally are affected by something that you've seen or witnessed.
0: Totally. Yeah. Thanks, Ella. So I think for now, we'll wrap up this question, but remember you can call or text us. The number is below on the screen, 866 685 Um, And, you know, when we all speak up and support survivors, we can make a change. So we encourage you to get involved um, if you feel safe. And if you don't feel safe, that's a good reminder to get somebody else involved. Um, So thank you so much for being here, Ella. Um, We'll see you soon. Uh, Thank you all for listening. To speak with an expert about relationship or sexual violence, call or text the Safe and Sound Somerset 24-7 Confidential Helpline at 866-685-1122 for supportive listening, information, and safety planning. In the United States, you can also call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 800-799-7233 or the National Sexual Assault Hotline at 800-656-4673. Want to ask Ava a question? Submit it at www.safe-sound.org ask-Ava. Thank you for listening today. Join us next time here on Ask Ava.